Hello, I'm Ron Jubla, and welcome to my Cal State LA EDIT 565 interview with an e-learning expert podcast. I'm very happy to welcome Deborah Bird to the interview stage here at Musicians Institute. Deborah Bird tops an elite list of vocal coaches in the music, television, and film industries. Oprah Winfrey named Bird America's top coach for best vocal advice. Bird's star school includes Kelly Clarkson, Carrie Underwood, Carly Rae Jepsen, Jennifer Hudson, Margaret Cho, Chaz Bono, Bette Midler, Kenny Babyface Edmonds, Blush, and hundreds of singers from The Voice, American Idol, Canadian Idol, The Next, The Grammy Awards, High School Musical, Majors and Minors, Operation Rising Star, and the winner is... She has coached, judged, and mentored on ABC, NBC, Fox, MTV, CW, Disney, The Hub Network, ITV, CTV, and the Pentagon Channel. Bird can be seen and heard on the 2015 Academy Awards performing with Lady Gaga, John Legend, and Common's Oscar-winning song, Glory, and the Lego Movie Production Number. She is currently a vocal coach on NBC TV's The Voice, and is chair of the vocal program at Musicians Institute College of Contemporary Music in Hollywood, California. And I'm very proud to say that I get to hang out with Bird pretty much every day, right there in the OAA. So as you can imagine, Bird is quite in demand with students from all over the world wanting her instruction. And to meet that demand, which includes time and distance limitations for many prospective students, that's when we get into online teaching. So, Bird, you and I have talked about this quite a bit. How many students do you teach online? It varies, but I uh, began teaching in 2008. So that's a a bit of a a stretch. So um, I've never counted them, and I think it must be approximately 50, 55, somewhere around there. Wow. Yeah. Where where do you you get your students? My (laughs) students find me. They find you. They find me from all that stuff that you've read that I've done. (laughs) Um, And I get students across the board. Um, They will find me on my website, debrabird.com. And they will have been recommended, I will have been recommended to them from either a manager, um, a recording producer, a record producer, television person from the television shows all across the board, and they find me. And I also love that I Skype with instructors, with vocal instructors, oh, um, because they, uh, because of the television phenomenon of the singing competitions, the American Idols, uh, the uh, X Factor, all those television, The Voice, all those television shows, instructors find that they, uh, around the United States, they find that they're con- con- contacted by singers who want to audition for these shows. And the instructors don't know how to meet the need, the vocal technique that the uh, um, auditioning person needs because a lot of them are classically trained. A lot of the instructors are classically trained. So they come to me and I teach them uh, vocal exercises that do no damage because they get these rockers and a classical instructor may not know what to do with a, with a screamer. Wow, all right. So I, I, I love teaching vocal instructors by Skype. And they find me internationally, which is very cool. Okay, internationally, all over. Uh-huh. Um, 
So are they in their studios, or where, where are your students located? I mean, they're all over the world. Yeah. But when they're performing for you over line, oh, uh, when they're performing for you online, are they in at home? Are they where are they at? They're at home, basements, bedrooms, um, kitchens, because you know I can yeah. see people walking, their family walking behind them, or someone will, uh, a mom and or dad or both <laughs> will stick their head in the computer and go, "Hi, bird, how are you doing? <laughs> it's snowing here." Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, one of my favorites was there's a, a young man on the East Coast, and the way his computer was situated. I could see in the reflection of the window, it was there was a snowstorm going on, oh, yeah. and and I was mesmerized by being in L.A. in 80 degrees <laughs> and watching the snowfall, and it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, like and that. you know, I was trying. I didn't want the the student to know that, but I was like, wow, <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> um, so. I- so they're just singing into their laptop. You're not you're not seeing any sort of uh, sp- you know specific microphones or room treatment on their end or anything like that. No I, room treatment at yeah. all. And you're not and and you don't find that limiting as far as judging how they're singing. You hear everything clear enough. I or? do hear everything clear clearly. I wear headphones um, so that I I want to get every nuance of what's going on in their world through their computer. The one thing that would happen in terms of room treatment is if I've got a singer with a huge voice, I have to ask them to sing off, sing away from their computer, yeah. to turn their head literally from to the right or to the left okay. so that they're not singing directly into the computer screen and uh, microphone because they overload it. And it's not even uh, standing back. It's really turning sideways. You know, much like when we're we're in the recording studio and a singer's just playing too loud or they're popping too much. So you have to literally divert to one side. Sure. And that makes all the difference in the world so it doesn't overload. And um, because when it overloads the microphone, then there's a huge dropout. Right. So it keeps the dropout from happening. Oh yeah, Exa- all right. I hear it. it w- you'll hear it at a certain level, yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah, the, the limiter will kick in, or whatever it is, and knock everything down. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, forgive the tech questions, but what headphones are you using at home? Um, what I've got them on my head, even as I speak. The Sony's. There's the, the Sony's, yeah, and I can't remember the numbers. Like studio. Um, I think the uh, NDR. They're the yeah, pro, yeah. pro version of it. NDR, yes. The yeah, pro I, version. I find that w- with. Um, Online and audio situations, the use of cheap headphones kind of holds people back from what they're getting out of the experience, I think. That makes perfect sense you know? um, because I have used my, um, uh, the, the headphones that come with my uh, iPhone, and it's, it's a good shape for my ear, mm-hmm. um, but I prefer the studio quality of headphones because I can get everything. Yep, I hear it. Um, do you, where are you at when you're teaching? Ah, I am, it, it depends on, if it's a first time student, I'm very nice, you yep. know, I, I, I at least will be in my bedroom, I, I, I do all my Skype lessons in my bedroom, and I have two places, I, I use my desk, and I also will sit in the bed, actually, especially if I have those early morning um, East Coast or London or, or, or European um, lessons and the hardest thing is the time zone so I figure okay I'll get it I'll stay in bed if it's early in the morning or if it's in the afternoon I go I have a specific place that I like to be in my bedroom on the other side of my desk where the light 
and the lighting is very good because I want them to be able to see me. Okay. So it de depends on the time of day. There's a lot of things, a lot of variables. Time of day, how it affects the lighting. Um, not so much sonically because of the headphones, but okay. it becomes a light or time zone specific problem. And that uh, really dictates where I sit. Now that's a gig. <laughs> that's, a, that's a gig. Where you're working and, and you're in bed. You're, yeah, yeah, in my jammies. <laughs> it's my fave. At least I'll comb my hair. <laughs> you know, look, try to look awake. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's a great gig. I do love doing it. I, I, I like you saying that, that the time of day and where you're at depends on where you're situated within your bedroom. Right, right. Because oh, um, my bedroom is east facing. So I know in the morning I'm going to get good light. And I literally I watch the position of the sun. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, or if it, if it goes through dusk into nighttime, then I make sure that the light is handy so that I can turn that light on so that I can be seen. Stuff oh, like cool. that. Oh, cool. All right. So I, bec I become a lighting director. Any? Uh, yeah, exactly. You're a lighting director. Um, any specific microphones for you at home? Or no. Will you, no. Use a... Uh, are you are you on a laptop or yep. you on, you're, you're on I'm on a laptop um, because it's easier and I and I get to schlep it around and I use yeah. it a lot. I rely on my 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 um, Apple. Um, what is it? Uh, a power? What is that thing? Uh, Where's our tech power guys? Mac, Mac Power Power Mac thingy. MacBook Pro. Hey, I to Kevin Estrada jumps in there. MacBook Woo! Pro. That's all right. The there That's we so go. funny. I could only think of a couple. <laughs> I look at my laptop all the, all the time, and I don't remember what it says. Duh. So sorry. I like that. Um, do you provide any teaching documents online, like sheet music? or How, do, how, do, how does that work? No, I don't provide any. Basically, um, if, a, if a student has information that they need with if it's sheet music and I don't remember having needing a lot of that but if it's sheet music I will make sure I have a copy of it I okay. want them to be the seeker I want them to tell me what they need and then I go from there All and right. I say you can find that in such and such a place uh, um, if it's a lyric or whether it's a track or whether it's sheet music I want them to have due diligence and go find it <laughs> yes exactly yeah. be, be proactive about it right yep um so there, all these lessons are through Skype. Yes, I've, I've done some FaceTime as well. Okay, um, but I've been—I was on Skype before FaceTime existed. Uh, which do you prefer? Um, I—I I don't really have a preference. I—I I think I prefer Skype because with FaceTime, people get my personal phone number. That would Got be that. The, that yep. would be the reason. Um, we even uh, uh, here at MI, there was a young lady who. Um, presented an online audition, and she didn't do well at all. I suggested to the admissions advisor, Val, to, um, I'd like the student to resubmit because I knew the student could be fixed. I knew the problem mm -hmm. could be corrected online. Mm -hmm. And the student lives in Maryland, and she okay. couldn't come into Musicians Institute for her audition. Okay. This was just yesterday. Oh, wow. So they set it up in the office, and that, they, that was the same question they asked. Would you like to use FaceTime or Skype? I said, I'd prefer Skype because I don't want the student to have my personal phone number. Exactly. So uh, they set it up in the office, and the student had never used Skype before. Huh. So it was an easy download in one of the admissions advisor's room advisory rooms and the student was there we made an appointment and I had this I pulled up my keyboard on my phone and oh, ran okay. through matching pitch with the student and I told her what she was doing wrong and she fixed it immediately 
which was which I made as homework for her before she enrolls here at MIN comes to orientation. So we just did it yesterday and with the exact same information. No, not FaceTime because of privacy issues. Yeah. And that's huge. So yes. Skype, I don't mind giving my Skype uh, um, address because I'm not on Skype all the time. Yeah. And it is by appointment only. Sure. So that's, uh, they, they're, they're both very, very good. But um, a little more privacy because FaceTime is done through your personal phone number. Yep. No, yeah. thank you. Understood. I got that <laughs> one. Um, what you, you know, I guess you already answered that. What's the average age of your students? What are you getting? Um, I'm very cautious with kids. Um, generally, my lowest age, my youngest age for a child is generally nine years old um, because there are some extraordinary kids. Oh, my goodness. And before that, it was 12. But I'm, I'm willing to be flexible and work with nine-year-olds because I'm learning that there are, because they're so extraordinary and extraordinarily talented, um, I will work with a nine-year-old. There's a nine-year-old in London, and this, this young lady is oh my goodness, it's jaw-dropping. And I, I questioned the mom. I said, eh, it's too early, too, she's too young. But this young nine-year-old female has a classical vocal coach. I was brought in as her popular vocal coach. Okay. Vocal coach. She has a Broadway vocal coach. Wow. Because this are. kid works on the West End doing musical theater. So when uh, the mom brings her to me, because I like to, to be with kids physically, um, the mom brought brought the child to me when they came to L.A. and they stayed in a hotel and we used a hotel ballroom. Wow! For the right. lesson. Okay. So um, because I like the one on one with the young ones because they can't they they don't don't always grasp the concept of breathing correctly or phrasing stuff like that. So I'm very careful about kids. After the an, an initial um, lesson with a, a youngster, um, then I'm okay. Uh, then the parent gets a sense of me, and I get a sense of the parent and the dynamic between the two of them. So I get students between the ages of nine and I'd say the late fifties. Wow. Yeah, and everything in between. So uh, we know what a I guess we generally know what a nine-year-old is doing in their vocal lessons and what they're going after. I guess someone in their late fifties, what are they looking for? Are you doing repair work, maybe for? Not a lot of for, repair. For, look, for, really, a lot of um, reviewing. Oh, okay. It becomes uh, um, something they may want to brush up on, and I'm including in that that lump, that age group, the instructors who've been instructing all their lives or have been singing all right. their lives. One of the yeah. instructors that I worked with um, wanted to sing with a band, and she's classically trained, and she had never done it before. So I literally held her hand. It's like, okay, this is what you do in a band situation. And working with her vocal range, because she's a soprano, and she's used to singing like that. <laughs> oh, I said, okay, we're going for Bonnie Raitt first. Yeah. I'm going to lower your keys. We're going to use your alto range. And, 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 and it, it gave the instructor a different focus as to how to approach their own instrument mm -hmm. and what musical sensibility she can rely on as a person who wants to be with a band. You don't get a band and, and use your soprano coloratura voice. It's just <laughs> not going to work and sing pop music. Yeah, right. It's not going to work. It's like the most uncool thing ever. Musicians aren't nice. No, they're not. Oh, my goodness. They would just diss her behind her back. I'm sick of them. <laughs> 
I'm not. So that's good. Yeah, okay, good, good, good. But it becomes a musical sensibility, and this woman had to, all of her, her photos, it becomes an artist development gig because all of her photos have that, have that off-the-shoulder kind of uh, uh, fur around her shoulders <laughs> and, and the tilted head, you know, right. because that's her world. That's her yes. classical world. I said, no, 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 no. So it became an image development as well as a vocal thing. So I, had, I was like, okay, let's talk hairdo, let's talk clothing, let's talk accessories, earrings, all and, of that. And you're doing all this through Skype? All through Skype. Um, well, that leads me to my next question. Okay. Um, do you ever work with vocalists with a full band present? Oh God, online, no! Or or Not, or just no. a, a piano uh, accompanist. Accompanist, yeah. yes. Full band, no. There's too much. Too many things can go wrong. Has anyone ever like brought their laptop into a rehearsal? Bird, I know you don't want this, but you know I'm here at rehearsal. You gotta like help me out here. No, I can't because it becomes very specific. I don't, and I don't pull punches. Yeah. I don't want them to ever be in an embarrassing situation in front of their band. Oh yeah. You don't want to be critiqued. You're the leader of the band. You're the front guy of the band. You don't want those guys to hear me say, you know what, that phrase you just sang really sucked. <laughs> now, this is how you have to rephrase this. You don't want that kind of familiarity, talent-wise, from your band. I want to be able to have the one-on-one -on -one so that you can hear me as opposed to going, oh, they're listening to her tell, say this stuff to me. It becomes right. an image problem right, right, right. and leadership problem. Yes. So, no, I want you to get this one-on-one, -on -one, and it sinks in, and I make them take notes all the time. So, no, I wouldn't. I, that's not an ideal situation. Excellent. Excellent. Um, what kind of problems do you run into with online teaching that you don't run into when you're teaching one-on-one -on -one in person? Great question. The, uh, the problem that I en encounter online is physicality which means when I get a student who is breathing incorrectly, it becomes, okay, I have to stand up and I want you to stand up. Then the computer has to be moved. Then I have to make sure I have on something other than my pajama bottoms. <laughs> so, so it becomes that kind of a problem. It's like, okay, make sure. And, and come as well on the other side because they make sure they have on something that they can stand up on. There was a young lady that I had in uh, Toronto and it was after her job and she comes home and she you know, goes to her pajamas. I'm like, okay, you got to stand up. Oh, wow, Bert, let me call you back. I got to put some pants on. Okay, cool. <laughs> so then we have to redo it and start all over again. Um, that's one of the big problems is making sure that when they stand so that I can check their breathing or make sure that they're breathing properly to get through their phrases or to correct a, vib a, a vibrato problem or uh, um, just not having enough air, enough air, excuse me, to get to the end of their phrase. Um, that's one of the problems. That's one. The physicality thing, standing up, and then it cuts off their head. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, yeah. let me see your chest. I need to see you from your chest down to your knees. You know, that kind of thing. Have you ever thought of taking it um, to to a, a different level where you're actually doing your Skype lessons with like a video crew or anything like yes, that? Yes, I have. You, you have? Yeah, I have because it became. Um, um, I was approached by people at Google to do web series, uh, do a web series. Okay. And that means um, mounting it, and it's really by Skype so that it can be um, around the planet and with video cameras so that I could get Q&A and I could yeah. hear people back and forth. Um, so uh, we toyed with that for, when I say we, people, my, my people. Your people. Yes. I like uh, that, yeah, we, your we people. We toyed with that, um, and we had quite a few people approach me about making something like that happen. So it's still going to happen at some point. 
All right. So yeah, I have thought about that. it. Look yeah, and the other problem is the singing too loudly and the microphone in the laptop overloading. Or if they're right. using their uh, mobile device, their right. phone, um, or their uh, iPad, they're uh, overloading that microphone. Those are the only two yeah. biggie problems. You, it used to be years ago uh, with Skype, there were a lot of dropout problems. Mm -hmm. But I had there, therefore I had to learn that my desktop had to be cleared. I couldn't have a lot of clutter on my desktop, and that always made the Skype lesson more effective and run smoothly. And I would also make sure that the student had cleared their desktop so that there was not a lot of interference from uh, being overloaded by a lot of applications on the top of the desk. So um, yep. that had to be addressed, but now it's a lot easier um, because I do it automatically, and I have no dropouts ever, which is so cool, except for when there's a snowstorm. Ah. If there's a weather problem, that really wrecks havoc with the connection, whether it's a, a rainstorm or a snowstorm. So uh, it becomes checking the weather. Really? And, yeah, checking the weather to make sure that everything lines up. And I will, I will text a student beforehand going, how's your weather, if I know of a, a snowstorm that's going on on the East Coast or in another part of the planet, a hurricane wow. or something like that. So I, I really text them to make sure that the um, weather conditions are optimal so that we don't have any interference, because that has happened as well. We Snowstorms, rainstorms, tornadoes, stuff like that. Interesting. I wouldn't think that. Yeah. Uh, where, do you see, uh, where do you see yourself in the future of your online teaching business? Um, and where do you see uh, the future of online teaching, uh, teaching vocal performance? Um? Well, I see myself as a global teacher, which is very cool. And I would like to do what I've seen happen at um, other at colleges and for different situations. That's where uh, I'm in a room and there are people from all over the planet who are, have dialed in, that, that's including the video camera and a video setup, so that they can ask me questions in real time and, and they can sing and talk about problems um, and discuss in a, in a forum type situation where I can give them immediate answers. Um, at the moment, <coughs> excuse me, at the moment I have a, there's a teacher in Ireland who um, has problems with some of her students. She doesn't know quite how to correct them and she'll consult with me. She says, Bird, how do I fix this? So she'll send me a link and, and I will open it in real time and she and I will discuss the student, what needs to be done, um, how, to cre how to correct it, and she takes notes. Uh, so I love that exchange of, of being advised, of, of advising instructors around the world and instructing students around the world because it's very thrilling for me. And you know, what's that expression? Uh, you know you love your job when you know you do it for free. Yeah. I'm one of those people, and I, and and I have to really be diligent about watching the clock because I'll go on and on and on. Yeah. Um, and um, I really enjoy this. So I like to think of myself as being on the cutting edge. So if there's anyone who has any uh, uh, brilliant ideas about something to do to enhance coaching or doing things online, hit me up, DebraBird.com, because I want to be on the. I like to be in the uh, of the forefront of things. Uh, uh, that are progressive going internationally and globally yeah. and online. I just, I, I'm thrilled by it. Well, it, it seems to be a pretty cool thing to uh, be teaching from your bedroom and then spending the day visiting places all over the planet. Right? Oh, it's very cool. Because you're, you're like in a, in a bedroom in Ireland and then you're in a bedroom in uh, a studio or a living room mm -hmm. in wherever, England, right? And, yeah. And know. one of the things is because I've traveled so much with such iconic artists like Dylan and Manilow and um, travel myself around the planet quite a few times. I've, 
I, I, I get to talk to them about certain places I've been. Um, and it's like, oh, wow, are you near the so-and-so and tell? Wow, how far are you? Oh, I had a, I had a flat on Queensway, you know, just, yeah. uh, I, I used to live near uh, um, the shopping district in Tokyo. It's just all stuff like that. Yeah, you've, you've, you've always got something to, to uh, reference when you're talking to them, right? Yes. I, lo- I love doing that with the students here at MI. Yeah. Because we get them from all over and just, oh, yeah, you know that one place? Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah, I like that. Um, in terms of the ease of of online instruction yeah. the, and, and teaching, it's easy to be paid online. I I have um, a PayPal account, and any place, anyone, anywhere can log in and pay, make payment by PayPal. Um, I will, if it's a new person, I can send them an invoice to their email address, and they, in turn, will pay and deposit into PayPal.com um, straight to my account, which is very, very cool. Very easy. Yeah, it's very, no very easy. No problem whatsoever. After doing the setup, no problem whatsoever. Oh, that's And I great. also have uh, um, sold product. I have uh, had a digital pitch pipe um, that I was selling and music books and all kinds of and DVDs that I sell through my website. And payment is also through PayPal. And it, it works in conjunction with the online um lessons so it's kind of cool so so they'll find you through the website mm -hmm. yeah yep so um because we are instructors and because we do get paid for our expertise um payment by paypal is no problem at all so i mean i've even done it one-on-one even if i'm in a a one-on-one live lesson and a student will say, oh, man, I forgot my checkbook, or, oh, I didn't bring any cash. Then I just log into PayPal.com, and then they just pay on PayPal yeah. right there on the moment. I like that. So it, it, it's very synergistic, and it works nicely. No problems internationally either, right, with payments? Uh-uh. None. Same same diff. Uh-huh, because, you know, with the, uh, the they'll do the international conversions, the currency conversion, that kind of thing. So it works out, and, I, and I'd say in American dollars, and whatever their currency is, it gets converted to American dollars. Okay. All right. Yeah. Any any, uh, any hilarious personal stories of about teaching online that you know that you've got? Hilarious? No, I can't think of anything that's really hilarious. I think I I that's endearing. I love endearing. when when yeah. parents come on or husbands or kids show up. Like if I'm having a lesson with a parent and the kid is in the back one going hi, <laughs> or they kind of slide by and I and I say hi to them. There was one lesson that I did have. It was for I was recommended by a record producer, and the person was there, and I didn't see that there were a slew of people behind off to, off sides. They were very quiet. They didn't make a sound. Wow. And I thought it was just a one-on-one. And I said, I just heard somebody else cough. Who's there with you? <laughs> and then all these people, like six people emerged. I was whoa, where'd you guys come from? But they were being very quiet through this lesson. And I guess it's because it was a record company and a record producer. So wow. they wanted to get that information. So that was wow. very funny to me that they didn't want to be heard. And where was that at? Where oh, I don't remember. Oh, it was East Coast. It feels, feels East Coasty. Yeah. You do a lot of East Coast lessons, yeah. Yeah, New because York? I've I've done seminars and uh, master classes at a lot of places around the planet, and especially in uh, uh, the U.S. I also had a, a a touring deal with House of Blues at one point, so people would find me, and so they'd be anywhere. That's why I can't remember it, right? Because they're everywhere. Thank exactly. You, thank goodness. Yeah. And that's why I love it so much because I'm I'm very specific. I don't. Uh, I, I give a lot of information in a short amount of time, sure. and uh, I like doing online lessons because I get to 
say the information and wait, and I can see it register, whether there's a delay or whatever, and then they come back. The, uh, one of the things that I'm very conscious of is timing. So if I'm, if I'm trying to establish a tempo, something like that, I'll do that. And then it comes through yeah, that's, on the other side. Yeah. So, but I get the rhythm of what they're doing, so I wait and temper my rhythm. So that becomes a, it's like a, a, a what's, what's the class called? Um, rhythm reading workout. Yeah. It becomes a rhythm workout so that I'm very uh, attuned to where they are rhythmically. So I slow my pace down to make sure that they can get what they need rhythmically. Wow. So, th so that is something that, they, that, that you're having to deal with, with online teaching, dealing with the latency of the yes. system. Right? Yes. Uh-huh. Wow. Have you, have you noticed that getting better over the years? Yes, absolutely better over the years. Yeah. But between clearing my desktop, making sure yeah. that there's nothing else open, and the technology has gotten so much better because it used to be like, it was like a stadium delay. You know, when you're singing the national anthem in the stadium, <laughs> oh, say, oh, say, can you, can you, say? it's like, what, wait, ah. So it's not maddening. Yeah. It's not. It used to be maddening, but not anymore because they've cleaned up a lot of things. Wow! So the delay is less. Less. Uh, the time lag is less. So yeah, that's the other pitfall that could happen. But um, just I, imagine what it's going to be like in ten years, right? Well, it's it's close. It's close to being totally uh, gone. So I I love it for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well. Bird, thank you so much for doing this. And my pleasure is and, that and it. Yeah, it's it. You know, it's like you know, I've got payroll to do or something like <laughs> that, right? I have to get out of here. So, anyways, um, before we get out of here, thank you very much to Charles Shemery, the program chair of the Independent Artist Program here at Musicians Institute, for allowing us time in the IAP studio. And thanks to Crystal Schaefer downstairs, our studio and classroom technologies manager, along with Kevin Estrada and Chris Cordero. Chris, you in there? Yeah, Chris, he just gave us a thumbs up. And thank you to you, Bird. It's my pleasure. We Thanks all want to so help make this happen for you. Oh, So it's thank our pleasure you. to help you out. And thank. I'm glad to know you. <laughs> I'm glad to know you. <laughs> Thanks. We, you know, we've talked so much about the uh, about your Skype teaching. So I say, hey, Bird, what you up to this week? And I'm doing a Skype lesson. Or, and and uh, it, it's really great to hear everything that goes into it because it's quite a bit. It's, it's quite, very quite cool. A lot to think. Yeah, I, love, I love being global and I love thinking globally. So yeah. that's why I'm glad it was invented. Online teaching is invented so that it can be in real time, sort of. Sort of, so, yeah. yeah. And the hardest part, like I said, is making sure that you're in the right time zone. <laughs> that's, that's the hardest part. And, and that's one of the things that you have to do when you're teaching online is make sure that you get that out of the way first so that yes. you can line up your time frame and your calendar. Because yeah. if, I, like, like if I'm teaching someone and they're in France, oh, yeah, I forgot about my France. I don't think I mentioned it. If I'm know. teaching someone in France, we have to know that you know the clock is upside down. Then there's daylight savings time. There's so many variables you have to really check out. So, and, and with you know, conversely, on the other side of the planet, if, you're, if they're in Japan, Japan or, or my goodness, it's the opposite. So that's the the bane of your existence when you're dealing uh, with students globally. So on your iPhone, do you have like your clocks, clock? Uh, you have your clock set for all the different places? No, I ask them. They know what time it is. It's, it's literally okay. What time is it now? Okay, your now is this okay? Then then I can calculate after that. I noticed that was the best thing for me when I was touring all the time. Was when I finally got an iPhone. 
and then I'd have the I wouldn't have to do the calculations anymore. Oh, okay. if, I, I if, I, if I was in Germany, I'd look down. It's like, what time is it in L.A.? Oh, there it is. Okay, I can call. Yeah, it's so embedded in me until I, I sort of I'm sort of very close to it. You know. Yes. So it's kind of cool because in the old days it was just okay. Check before iPhones, before internet, it comes. Okay, when can I call? Oh, you're asleep. Oh, I'm so sorry. Exactly. I'm awake, you know that kind of thing. So I learned of, early on. A lot of I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Bird. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's big fun. Oh, my my pleasure. Thank you so much. This has been great. And I'll see you back in the office. Okay, see you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bird. Bye. Bye bye.